Today's devotion uh, concludes uh, chapter 9, verses 35 through 41. Jesus heard that they had driven him out, the man who had received his eyesight, had driven him out of the temple. Jesus had heard that they had driven him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me, so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment so that those who do not see may see, and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard him say this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say, We see, your sin remains. So the question now becomes, who can see? The earlier two devotions on this text have been, who sinned? The question now is, who can see? Seeing here relates to the ability to see Jesus and to believe in Jesus as the Son of Man, the Messiah. When the man born blind is first healed, he says about Jesus, He is a prophet. He trusts in Jesus, and he believes that there is something different about him. This man is unique. He is special. In verse 25, he says to the religious leaders who have been questioning him about his recovery of his sight, he says, finally, one thing I do know. Once I was blind, but now I see. He now has his physical eyesight and his spiritual eyesight is beginning to see as well. There is not one account in the Old Testament of someone who suffers from congenital blindness being healed. So this becomes alarming to the religious leaders. They are trying to prove that the man who was not Uh, They're trying to prove that this man who was blind congenitally was not blind. They're trying to prove that he was never blind. In verse 18, it says that the Jews, those who didn't believe in him, did not believe that he had been blind. And I find this uniquely distressing, that a man born blind who can now see is met with suspicion and distrust. Some scholars question even that Jesus' messianic nature would be known at this time, in particular reference to verse 22, where the man's parents were afraid of saying too much, for the Jews had already agreed that anyone who confessed Jesus to be the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. But here's the reason, I believe this is the evidence, why this comment, uh, this quote, is accurate that they were concerned about people confessing at this point already that Jesus is the Messiah. The Messiah, the servant of God, is spoken of by the prophet Isaiah. And specifically, it says in Isaiah 42, verses 6 and 7, part of of those two verses are, And you will be a light 
to guide the nations, speaking about the servant, the Messiah. And you will be a light to guide the nations. And you will open the eyes of the blind. You will be a light to guide the nations, and you will open the eyes of the blind. This is what Isaiah has prophesied about the Messiah. In verse 5 of this healing story, Jesus says, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And we'll hear more about that even more in the next chapter. Then in verse 7, Jesus commands the man to go wash his eyes after Jesus has put spittle on them. The man comes back after washing his eyes, able to see. Here, Jesus fulfills Isaiah's prophecy, which would have been known by the people, which would have also alarmed those unbelieving Jews. The apex of this story is that the blind man can now see, not only physically, but his spiritual eyesight is now beginning to improve. The Pharisees have put the man out of the synagogue because he has claimed that Jesus is from God. That claim happens in a reading of verses 32 through 34. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. This is the blind man who is speaking to the religious leaders. And they answered him, you were born entirely in sins and you're trying to teach us. And they drove him out. They drove him out of the synagogue. Now the man recognizes Jesus as the son of man. He says, Lord, I believe. And the blind man who now sees worshiped him, worshiped Jesus. In verses 35 through 38, Jesus had heard that they had driven him out. And when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me, so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. And the man says, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus is the Messiah. And as Messiah, he is believed not because of the miracle of turning this man's blindness, congenital blindness, into sight, but the man believes in Jesus as the Messiah because Jesus has revealed himself to the man. This all happens clear after the parents have been interrogated, after the blind man who's been healed has been interrogated twice by the religious authorities. So his believing has been growing, but his True confession and recognition of Jesus occurs at this point when he believes in Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of Man, and he worships him as the Messiah. This recognition, this confession, takes place outside of the synagogue. Yet many unbelieving Jews who don't believe in Jesus remain inside. I think what this is telling us from John's Gospel is that believing in Jesus, confessing Jesus, may bring you trouble. So are you prepared? Are you ready? Pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God blesses your day.